You know, every time I see those pictures that Steve used, I uh, I look like I'm going to kill somebody for looking weird at my wife or something. And you look like you're getting ready to go out and fucking have the blast of your life, man. You're all happy. Well, well in that picture, I, I was uh, pretty well blasted, if you know what I mean. It's, <laughs> I kind of look like I'm doing the whole gladiator. Like, are you not entertained? Because, <laughs> oh. yeah, you look so happy. Like, like you know, you're either you got some, you're going to get some, or you're going to get some and get some more. I just, well, I think, you know. I think you, it's probably all of those, everything there. Yeah. You know, so and there I, I am all I could get some. I don't uh, I, I you know don't happen much anymore, but that's a that's what a different it? podcast. Yeah, we'd have to yeah, that's totally different. It, I I I I kinda always for some reason I make angry pictures. Sometimes I can be goofy, but most of the time I'm always like I'm serious. Like it's like, dude, you know, why why you know what what was going on for me that day? I just always look serious. So it's like, you know, but I, I thought you had a cool like Mike Muir vibe going on, you know, like look at like like straight out of prison, like me and that picture of Harvey that you saw the other day. Yeah, the one where you looked goofy and he looked hard. Yeah. Right. I'm goofy. I look cool as shit, man. He looked well, like well, maybe if I had seen that photo before I met you, it'd be a different story. But I know how you are, so it's like, yeah, it's you know, not, not yeah. my usual behavior. But yeah. uh, another, I mean, another good opening for the show, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe you know, I got that. You know, I, I'm I'm part Hispanic, so maybe uh, you know, I could pull off the Mike Muir. But you yeah, know, you're I suppose so. You know, and yeah, I'm straight. You're, you're, Irish Scottish gangster. Yeah. yeah, I know. You should be dressed like, you know, jump around, you know. That's yeah, how you should have you know, been dressed. It would have fit better. Yeah, you know, some of that good Irish stuff, not the yeah. But hey, it is what it is, but I will give kudos to Chef Chef Harvey. Right. And uh say yes, he looked like he was going to kill somebody. Like seriously kill somebody. Yeah, that's how he used to roll back then, you know. He's He's uh he's not so gangster these days anymore but no now still. now he's now he's more into mountain dew and big old sheets of rice crispy treats yeah that's what he does man yeah he's cooking up weird shit so yeah i need to i need to get with it he needs to do a cooking show for the network i think you know he would i think he could bring in some views with cooking because you know well he's pretty hardcore he wants to do a like snack review kind of thing to where we would go back and forth talking about the uh, the new weird snacks that are out for the week, whether it's uh, a weird soda or it's uh, you know like a like weird bag of chips or something or so white two, castle lights. I, I still, you know, you brought. I totally forgot I had those. God, I'll eat them tomorrow for lunch since I don't work tomorrow because school's not on. School's out. Tomorrow, uh, the teachers' conference or something, or I, I don't know. I looked on my schedule; it just says no school. And the next week is only Monday and Tuesday because they're off. I get five days off because it's Thanksgiving break. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I, I have two questions for you. Since you went to Sam's, did you get your Mountain Dew? Yeah, I'm ashamed. And did you see or get those chocolate donut Kit Kats? They were 25 bucks a box. So you packed. I had, yeah, I had them in my hand, and I was like, well, 
25, that's an awful lot for Kit Kats. Um, Cause I still had some Mountain Dew here. So I just got my lemonade. I get that uh, nature's twist stuff, which is pretty amazing. But yeah, I found those. Yeah. Chocolate donut Kit Kats. And well, I, I have, I, I'll tell the wife if she, if she gets them, cause she never knows what candy she's going to get, you know, cause when she orders the she orders the candy every week when they need it, but they like to auto ship stuff. And if it's something new, they don't have, she can't order it until it's been auto shipped. So if she gets them, I'll snag you one. Uh, maybe I'll snag, maybe she can snag you one if, at, Wal at Walgreens at Woodman's or something. Cause I want to try them too, but, I didn't want to pay $20 for a box of something if I didn't know I was going to like it. Yeah, see, that's what I was kicking around, too. I'm like, man, you know, I could drop the 25 bucks and not really them, you know? So. Yeah, no no one wants to pay. Look, I'm a big foodie, and I love trying new things, but I got to try a small one first. I can't uh, justify spending that kind of money. Man, you look, you are tired. I kept you up late. Dude, I, I'm yeah, man, did the show, and then I had to get up early this morning. Had my my lady come over and all that stuff to help me out. Went yeah, out. I got I I got that nice view this afternoon. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do, I do. We'll leave it. I don't want to put that kind of stuff off here. No, 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 no. I'm just. It was a nice view. Um. So, so today or this week? Because we don't today this week. Eh. This episode, we decided to do uh, our favorite, our top five PS1 games. Now, I was gaming. I was gaming long before the PS1. <laughs> I was. But, all but I, I got a story to tell about the PS1. Well, as you can see, I, I, I'm trying to show off with some of my game boxes back there. Uh, gotcha. Okay. I see. Them. I got my PS2, my classic. Little minis for Super Nintendo and NES. My Turbo Graphics. Now that's my box from a Dreamcast, which is down there. And then I got my PS5 box. So I thought, you know what? I'm gonna put those back there, just so everybody knows I don't talk shit when I talk about gaming. Yeah, you are the you are the gamer. I'm, uh, you know, I started gaming with Atari back in the '70s, and then, uh, you know, went with Nintendo. And I was a Sega Genesis person, and not a Super Nintendo. Never had a Turbo Graphics. Never had a Dreamcast. Always wanted it, but uh, but PlayStation One was definitely the game changer, man. That uh, I think it, that came on the scene in nineteen what ninety four. Um, I I am not actually sure, but I'm thinking it was ninety four ninety five because the right. PS two. Came out two thousand and one, I think, right. or was it two thousand? So, an average lifespan of a system is five, five to eight. So, yeah, five. it was probably ninety four, ninety five. I was a late bloomer to the PS one, but I'll explain all that in a moment. Yeah, see, uh, you know, back to the Harvey story. Uh, Harvey and I, you know, it came out. I was about twenty years old when it came out, and we went to American TV, and they had them on display. They had just come out, come out. and. It was the most, it was just the most wild, coolest thing we had ever seen. They had a wipeout as the, the demo. And, you know, oddly enough, you know, he got one before I did. So I was pretty jealous about that. 
and would go over to his house and bust out games and everything. And then I finally got one. I can't remember if I bought it myself or if I got it for Christmas or or how it played out. But uh, but yeah, I think I was only about 20 years old when it came out. What was the name of that store you said you bought it at? Uh, American TV. It uh, was a store up in Madison that used to sell electronics. I uh, had this guy, Crazy TV Lenny, that was their spokesman, and he was the owner and everything. And it was literally back then like the best place to buy electronics in all of Wisconsin. You know, it was okay. really famous. Um, God, I got my first Walkman there, my first VCR, my uh, PlayStation, numerous car stereos. I, I, okay. I watched Appetite for Destruction at American TV. Uh, garage wow. days, you know, just. That must have been. Okay, when I moved to Illinois in 89, um, my stepfather took me to this big store. I think it was American. Um, in Kenosha, huge building. Like, yeah, they could have had one out there. So they went out of business, right? Or did they get yeah. bought out? Okay. They went out of business. I mean, I, it's something that we never thought would happen as, as Wisconsinites. You know, like American TV was like a Wisconsin staple. And we, we never thought something like that would go out of business. But, but they did. It was a sad day. Okay, because I got a couple of things from them. I actually financed some stuff because they self-financed. So I don't know. Maybe maybe too many people were not paying their bills over time. I don't know, but I remember. You know, I bought stuff from them. I liked the place. They had a lot of neat. You know, it was like you said. It was a huge. The 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 only in, in Illinois, I could have went to Marshalls. Uh, not Marshalls. Um, <coughs> I can't remember the name of the store now. <coughs> they used to have a commercial. Probably had them here too. You're gonna rock on down to Electric Avenue and. But it was for a department store. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, I can't. Right? That doesn't sound too familiar. It wasn't Marshall Fields. I, I, I can't. I can't remember. But Mike Ditka used to do commercials for him all the time, and uh, maybe it was Montgomery Ward's Electric Avenue. Yeah, I think it was Montgomery Ward's. Now they're gone too. Everything's leaving. One of the biggest salvage yards in Illinois, Victory Auto Wreckers. They're closing like been around for a hundred years and they're gone now. It's like, and my wife looked it up for me last night and they said, no one tinkers with cars anymore. Everybody orders parts online cheap. And then they just have a person, a mechanic put the parts on for them. No one really tinkers in a garage anymore. So, I mean, people still do, but not in the numbers of like, you know, the 60s, 70s yeah, and 80s. It's not as cool as it was, you know, like, you know, like back in my dad's day, everybody was a gearhead, you know, and fixing stuff. And then in our age, it was uh, electronics and all that kind of stuff. And now, like, I don't even know what kids are into kids anymore are into these days. Tide pods. They're into yeah. tide pods. <laughs> tide pods. <laughs> sniffing glue. I picked a fine time to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. So... I didn't get a PlayStation right away. There was this guy that was hanging around. He had a crush on my wife at the time. Me and her weren't married yet. This was uh, 90, 95. And he had one. This guy or what? 
Well, he he was hanging around, and I knew what he wanted, but I, she was keeping him at arm's length, so he wasn't a problem. Um, okay. okay. And right. he, he had a PlayStation, and he let her borrow it because you know she was pregnant and she was sitting around the house and you know didn't have much to do. And because uh, yeah, Lisa was born in July of '96, so actually no, I didn't get a PS One until I didn't get a PS One. Until I think 99 or 2000. I might have got it right before the PS1. I don't remember. I, I was very late to the party. But when he brought it and loaned it to her, he had Mortal Kombat. Now, I'm a Sega guy. I have always been a Sega guy. I will always be a Sega guy. I have owned every Sega they've ever had. You know, even the even the Sega CD. But for some reason, I guess I was holding a grudge because all that, you know, was gone, you know. Sega, I never got the Sega Saturn. That's the one I never got. Um, wish I could find one, but now they want an arm and a leg for these things. Yeah, but but they, I was kind of first. I didn't want to have anything to do with the PlayStation because I'm like, well, it's not Sega. So I was a Sega fanboy. I'm going. I'm not going to lie about that. But I put in Mortal Kombat, and I'm playing, and I go and do. It says finish him, and I go and do freaking. Uh, Scorpion's finishing, you know, his up, up, down, left, right, blah, 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 to get his finishing move. And the game freezes for a brief moment, and you hear, because it had to load the finishing move. And then it would load it, and then it would do it, and then it paused again for a second, and then it showed the the ending screen. I'm like, I can't play games that do this. This is bullshit. So that's why I waited so long, because I thought every game was going to be like Mortal Kombat, and, you know, you'd be running along, and then you'd freeze so it could load, and I was like, no, Sega did CDs better. So it put me off. But I do believe my first PS1 was when we had moved to Kentucky, which was in 98. So either 98 or 99. When when Silent Hill came out, that's probably when I got... uh, That Silent Hill was when I I got my uh, first PlayStation, I do believe. So it was 90... It was either 90, 98 or 99. So I was very late. You know, it was almost time for the PS2. That's how late I was. But I was bitter. You know, Sega was losing and I was bitter. And Sega, you know, had the blood code for Mortal Kombat. You know, that's that's the entire reason why I became a Sega person for a long time was uh, the Mortal Kombat blood code. That you could only get on Sega Genesis. But, but yeah, dude, for me, is the second I saw Wipeout, I, I was absolutely hooked. And there were so many good games. But I think I got it whittled down to the top five on a PlayStation. So, All right. I will let you, like always, I'll let right. you start. Number five. I am going with. And you're going to see a pattern on on this, but you'll get it. I'm going with Tekken Part 3. Okay, Tekken 3. Tekken 3. Now, see, I was debating on which Tekken I was going to put on because Tekken was the first game I bought on PlayStation because I had to have one because it was the only port that had Tekken, and I was spending quite a lot of my money at the arcade on Tekken at the time. You know, this is back when uh, 
you know, they had things called arcades for all the the kiddies that don't know what's going on, where you actually had to go somewhere to play your video games. And Tekken, it just blew my mind. So even though I loved Wipeout and everything, I had to have Tekken. It was the first game I bought. And I loved Tekken 1, but it was kind of chintzy. And then Harvey and I, uh, we both split it and bought Tekken 2 and used to have tournaments at my uh, at my first apartment. We used to play it for hours at a time. But Tekken 3 was the one that I thought was, to this day, still the best Tekken there is, you know. Uh, well, I'm going to put you on the spot real fast. Okay. Who was better at who was better at Tekken? You or Harvey? Me, of course, man. Now I'm gonna have to verify this with him at some point. He's gonna say it's him, but we used to go back and forth for hours at a time. So I think it was evenly matched, but I used to have, you know, tons of people would come over to the house and we would just bust out Tekken all day long, just passing it around and you know, doing what uh typical 20-year-olds in the 90s would do, you know, 21-year-olds getting all hammered and talking about chicks playing video games. and You know how it was back in the 90s. Yeah, we didn't have too many. Back in those days, the chicks that played, we never knew. They they Now the chicks that play take off their tops and play in bikinis on Twitch. But back yeah. in our day, back I in got- our day, the, the ladies didn't play. If The ones who played, it was a secret. It was like farts. You know, women fart, but they won't admit they do yeah, it. They well, back then, they out there. Yeah, I yeah, got back then they, that statement. We were guys talking about chicks while playing video games. We never found any. We found one girl that would would bust out some games with us every once in a while. But, you know, we, we, we didn't consider her like a gamer person. You know, just, well, who do we got here, man? Man, talking that bullshit. I he had to throw that bullshit. He won. <laughs> he won one match back in '98. He thinks he's the champion. <laughs> now he was pretty good. He's pretty good. I, I'll give him that much. But, uh, but yeah, we had this other friend, Junior, that that sadly passed away, and he was a friggin'. Uh, he was like a hardcore gamer, kind of on the same level as you. And so if you got to beat Junior, you know, it was a badge of honor. So he did beat both of us. Steve did beat us both. But technique-wise, I am a token master. See, I'm not a – there's two There's two types of games that I, that, that I actually basically would say I fucking suck at. Uh, First-person shooters, as much as I love them and I will play them and I'll do the story and I'll have a good time, I won't play them online. Yeah, I don't because, do that. Because I can't, I'm, I don't, I'm not good at first-person shooters. And I'm not good at fighting games. Now, I've owned Mortal Kombat and I play it Street Fighter and I play them by myself, but I don't really play other people because I get whooped very quickly. And I'm that fucking guy who does the leg sweep over and over and over again. Uh, the cheese. <laughs> yeah. So because I suck at it because I suck at it. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm as much as of a gamer. I am. I'm a huge gamer, but I have to admit, you know, those are the two genres. I really suck. At. Give me a, give me a car racing game or a sports game or, you know, a third person shooter and I'm fine. But first person shooters and fighting games, just, I no, I suck. 
I, I think I prefer finding games, busting out myself. You know, like just playing against the computer and getting my technique down and learning all the moves. I mean, I love fighting games, as you're going to tell. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was fun to play other people. But, you know, sometimes just, you know, tempers get heated. And, and you know, dude, I'm not going to lie. You know, I was called one move Murray for a long time because I'd figure mm -hmm. out. I'd figure out that figure sweet out that spot move that the character had that you couldn't break free from, and I'd just keep hitting uh -huh. people with it. And uh, they they hated me for that. So I tried to stay away from that as much as possible, but, but, but I did. So, But, yeah, Tekken 3, man, I I love Jax. And uh, what is that, the dude with the hair who would break your neck? Uh, Hayachi or whatever his name is, and now is the, the names too much, but is Tekken the one that had the panda bear and the dude made out of wood and all that? Were they in there? Okay, so I I have played Tekken. I do believe the first Tekken I actually played though was because it was a launch title, I think, on the PS2, but I'm not sure. My history's not so good, so but yeah. I, I'm thinking because I know I know Tekken. And there was another DOA was also a launch title for. Yeah, yeah. I, I never liked DOA. Though. I wasn't real hardcore on that, but that's the one that had the fake looking Hulk Hogan and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wasn't that the one where it had the chicks with the incredibly big boobs and all that? Yeah, and they like really had the motion good on them. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, PS One boob motion. Yeah, we know how it goes. Yeah. Well, the PS1 boobs were, I mean, I don't remember, but I don't know if you remember, but Laura Croft, they were perfect squares and shit. They were like weird yeah, looking. Triangle squares. But you know, boy, yeah. we, loved them. we loved them back then. So yeah, Paul, we did. What is your number five? Because I think our my be different. My number five is a classic game from Japan that I love to death. I even bought the movie. Even though it's very, very, it's this game is based on a book, and the movie is more like the book than the game. The game does game was, but it was called Parasite Eve. Yeah, I remember Parasite Eve. I can't say I ever played it, so I, I do remember it coming out, and it was a really big deal. Was Parasite Eve? Was it kind of like a James Bond type game? No, it was. Uh, well, you 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 were a cop. And you had to solve a mystery, I do believe. It opens up with you doing security in an opera. And, and this lady's singing, ah, and then these worms come out, and they do all this weird thing. And next thing you know, you're fighting, you know, mutated mutated rats. And But it was about, um, Parasite Eve was about, oh, it's been so long. It was about uh, a woman who had to solve the crime about what was going on but she had a gene that protected her and it it's hard to i don't remember the story to a t i just remember playing it was a third person but it had the tank controls so like when you move forward you know you would walk forward and then if you pulled the stick back you would walk backwards you had to rotate the character to walk so it was so yeah 
That was a problem one games back then. I've never yeah. heard the term tank controls, but that's the best way I've ever heard it put. Well, like if you're I, I, a tank is a, that's how like a tank is. You go like this, yeah, yeah, move I, forward, I yeah, and then when you come like this, you just go backwards. You have to do the you know you have to do the I'll alternate spin. Yeah. yeah, so you'd have to rotate it. She so she would turn around, but it was it, it back then. That's the controls you had. Now when I go back to tank control games, it's like oh, I can't do this because we don't have that anymore. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, so, it's so foreign compared to what we have now. Yeah. Now yeah. when you when you go back on your stick, your guy freaking turns around. Sometimes you can click a button to do a quick turnaround. So so yeah, I couldn't. You know, back then I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, I, I was fine. I was, I was perfectly fine with the uh, tank controls because I was really, really good at it. Yes, like yeah, I mean, it's crazy that you bring that up because I, I, I know we're getting the, the echo again, people. I don't know what's going on. We've tried to fix it, but, but yeah, it's just amazing how back then I was a badass on the tank controllers, and I tried to play a game that has them recently, and I fucking sucked. Like, it was so shitty. Like, I couldn't – it was something I downloaded off the PS Store. And I'll get into which game it was a little later. But, but yeah, the, the tank controls, I just can't do it. So, yeah, Parasite Eve, I'm willing to check that out. Yeah, that was – I'm going to be honest. You know, nowadays with these games, it's all about emulation because they're too expensive. They're hard to find. Finding a PS1 is a pain in the ass. Because I had the original PS1, and then when they re-released it, it used to just be the PlayStation. And then they released re-released this little itty-bitty one, and it was white, and it literally yeah, said PS1 on it. Yep. That I bought one of those. I bought one of those, too. Um, but I had this. I had my PS1. I had it modded eventually, so I could play Japanese games. Used to plug uh, Action Replay into the back of that port, and then it gave you a boot disc. You put the boot disc in. You'd put, you'd put the boot disc in, and then you'd pick the game that you wanted off the list. You'd hit OK. It would tell you to open it, and then you'd swap the disc and close it. And that way you could play imported games. So, you know, towards the end, once the PlayStation 2 came out, a lot of people were modding their PS1s because, well, why not? The new system was out, you know. And if you messed up your PS1, back then, before retro gaming became a thing, you could pick up a used PlayStation for, like, you know, $60 at fucking Funko land. So yeah, it was yeah, like, so, but I was like, so, you know, I got into it later, but the first but parasite Eve. Yeah. It really had, um, it, 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 it just, it wasn't scary, but it was a really good freaking story. I mean, it was a good story and you know, there was a lot of work and thought put into it. And so that's why I chose that one because it, it was just, it, it drawed me. I didn't want to stop playing it. You know, I just wanted to keep going and going and going and going. And I think I, I beat it. I think I beat it. Like, you know, I didn't beat it really quick, but I think I didn't play anything else until it was beat. That's how into it. I got. Oh yeah. Oh, I've like, yeah. got a couple games like that too, man. I'll be talking about. So I totally understand that. Just getting so enthralled with the game. You don't even want to go eat. You know, nope. And you want to call in sick. Don't pierce your soul, motherfucker. 
do, man. But yeah, I get a little mad, you know. And yes, the PS2 was the first backwards compatible system. You could play your PlayStation 1 games on your PS2. That was another bonus when I was talking about modding. If you messed up your PS1, it didn't matter. You could play it on your PS2. Yeah, so. it's so stupid that they don't do that anymore. But, but you know how right. it goes. Well, the PS5, it will play PS1 games if you get it from them. You can't put a PS1 disc in there. You have to re-download it and buy it from the you know digital copy. And the same with PS2 games. Um, it will play my PS5 will play PS4 discs, but you're That's like you said, bad. the backwards compatibility is so difficult because the system comes out and then the new system comes out, and the new system is more up to date, more parts, programmed games differently. So you, they have to have emulators inside the newer systems to play the old ones, and there's a lot of money in that. And so a lot of like Nintendo doesn't do any backwards compatibility. Um, Microsoft stopped. You can play the Xbox One titles on your Series X, but you they they stop turn they stop converting. Uh, backwards compatibility for your Xbox 360 games. So it's like Sony's the only one really still doing it, but Sony is half-assing it. Like I said, we right. we you can only stream PS3 games right now, which means my whole stack of PS3 games in the other room, I can't put them in the system like I can the PS4 titles. You have to stream them from the cloud, and it's like, come on, man. And so, it sucks because they don't have everything on the cloud. They don't right. have in Max Payne 3, and I've been trying to get that forever. Right. But if they had pisses me off. But right, but if they if they had the ability, if they had the ability to let you put your disc inside your PS5 or something, or PS4 even, well, they probably won't do that kind of thing for the PS4 because it's older. But the PS5, they need to make it so you can put put your discs in there instead of streaming it. Because you know, we have good I have I don't know about you have ATT, so you're a little bit on the eh, I'm lucky, and I've had really no problems with 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 Spectrum over over here. Um, sometimes at night it'll drop for a little while, but usually I'd say maybe eight, 85 to ninety percent of the time I have no problems with my internet. I don't know how AT and T is. I hear horror stories, so I don't oh, know. Yeah, I had one problem, and that was at Christmas last year when we had those like forty below days and all that shit. And, uh, you know, so I was out of internet on Christmas and that sucked, but it's the only time I've really had a problem. And well, I did have a problem the other day. I, I for some reason, my fire stick got booted off and had to, had to reset the router, but that was about it. So no, I sense. Yeah. Cause I, I hate, I hate restarting routers and I hate restarting the modems cause the modems take forever to reboot. The router takes forever to reboot. It's like 15 minutes you're sitting around waiting for everything to come back on. Yeah, and you're just twiddling your thumbs. See, uh, Gene, the Nintendo Wii with some computer knowledge, you can download a bunch of emulators that don't belong and play white. So that's what my son does. My son uh, jailbreaked or jailbroke, I don't know the word. Um, his Nintendo Wii, and he put a bunch of emulations on there. But my son's like, you know, Uber Pirate. His he's he bought, you know, he bought a real nice Alienware PC two years ago. He spent like twenty four hundred dollars on the goddamn thing, and he has fucking he has so many 
so many uh, games he emulates. Like he's got games, even stuff that's new. He has Switch games that he emulates. So it's like, you know, I, I, I am totally fine with emulation, especially on older games, because the industry themselves don't aren't preserving the games. And you either have to go on eBay, a pawn shop, or to emulate it because they don't care, you know, about, you know, retro gaming. And and then when you do emulate something, they're like, want to throw you in jail or fine you because that's proper. If you're not selling it and making money off of it, then we should be able to do whatever the fuck we want to do. But that's a whole argument. That could be a whole nother show. Piracy. Something to think about. Think about. Yeah. So it's time for your number four. Number four. I am going with another fighting game, the Mighty Soul Blade, which was the precursor to Soul Calibur. Mm -hmm. uh, this was a game that that me and my friends, we had no idea what it was, uh, went out on a whim and was like, well, okay, you know, this is kind of cool. It looks like Tekken or whatever with, uh, with swords and shit. We'll give it a shot. And we ended up loving it. I mean, putting in hours and hours and hours on Soul Blade. Love the characters. And now, you know, Soul Calibur is a big thing. And it just, uh, you know, it kind of launched the franchise. But Soul Blade was where it all began. I do believe there was a Soul Blade on on uh, either Dreamcast or TurboGrafx-16 or something. Uh, there was a... Or I think that's where the first Soul Calibur came out because Soul Calibur was the sequel to Soul Blade. And it was one of the main reasons why I was going to buy one of those systems. But it's been so long, I can't even remember. But yeah, Soul Blade, it's, I still have it over here today. Um, still remember all the moves, all the characters I loved. Uh, and those games just kept getting better and better over the years. So that is the, my number four, Soul Blade. Now, I do know for a fact on the Dreamcast, or I'm not going to say 100% fact, but I do believe they never got a Soul Blade on the Dreamcast. It was so, it got a Soul, Soul Caliber. Yeah, that that, it, they changed it to Soul Caliber because I think that they were worried that, you know, Blade was too violent or whatever, you know, and just thought Soul Calibur was an easier way to sell the product or something. But, but yeah, so I believe the Dreamcast was still going, uh, you know, at, at the time of PS1. And yeah. it's, it's, you know, was so excited about Soul Calibur. I, I almost bought a Dreamcast just for that. Yeah, the Dreamcast came out. It'll always, it'll always be in my head because it's a number that won't ever be reached again for like a very long time. The Dreamcast came out nine nine of ninety nine. Right, well, that'll never happen for a while. Yeah, so that's why I always remember when the Dreamcast came out. And I worked at Funko Land at the time in Louisville, so I rem it, so yeah, it was nine nine of ninety nine that the Dreamcast came out. Yeah, and Soul Calibur was one of their big flagship releases. Yes, and that's the first. That was the first time I played Soul Calibur, and then I've played them ever since. I even bought the ones later on on the other systems and bought the DLC, you know, so I could have, you know, Spawn was in one of the Soul Calibers. Yeah. Yeah, Darth, yeah, yeah. Vader, Darth Vader was in one of the Soul Calibers. 
Um, he was in the PS3 version. Yoda was in the 360 version, but you could still buy Darth Vader for the for the uh, for the uh, 360 version. It's just that when you bought it off the shelf, the you know because the Xbox 360 you know, green in color, so it had Yoda. But yeah, the uh, I, I I love Soul Calibur. I like the story it had. I like the fighting. Uh, I and I love 3D fighting. I love how they change that. Even DOA has it now. They all do where you can go through, you know, I objects. And I think DOA or Soul Calibur was the first one I played where you could be knocked to another area. Yeah. And then the fight would continue. Yeah. Like you could be knocked into like, like knocked off a building and it would uh, carry on down at the bottom. Yeah. And they got so much better with everything after that. But, but Soul Blade 1 is where it all started for me. Okay. Yeah, just unreal game. Still reminisce about it to this day, you know, just about characters like Voldo. He was the backwards guy, right? All like kind of yeah, like hell. He had the blades on his fists and <clears throat> did all the backwards jumping around and shit. And okay. Yeah, we used oh, to we used to get high and cheese off that guy. So, <laughs> fun stuff. So, Paul, what is your number four? Gotcha. You said you were going to come over here last night and shove this down my throat. I, I was too tired, man. You, you <laughs> my number four, I'm cheating. I'm cheating because they are all so good. I couldn't figure it out. So, I had to put them all in one. So, I, I had to cheat, and I figure I'm allowed. We're, me and you are allowed a little leniency here and there where we could cheat. So my number four is Resident Evil one through three. Fair enough. Because Resident Evil, I do believe one or two and three. One two takes place after one, but I think two and three were running concurrent. Concurrent. I think, yeah. Because, uh, yeah. What was going on? Yeah, what was going on in the police department with the other two characters from 2, when 3 came out, all that stuff was going on when she was doing her. So I think, you know, so 1 and then 2 and 3 were like, could have been one big, one, 2 and 3 could have been one big giant game if they had had the balls to, you know, do like a four-disc set or something. But So right. I picked 1 through 3 because they were the first, Parasite Eve had that spookiness to it, but... Resident Evil had the zombies and the gore, and that was the first time I had seen a game well, do that. Grass, you know, you had the first game where you could like shoot somebody in the head, you know, like right. And, and uh, it was just, and the puzzles were challenging as fuck. But you know, they, I remember, were, you know, they were rewarding too, you know? right? And I remember in Resident Evil having to push the stool, walk to the top to get the key out of the jar. But there were jump scares every time those, even when I played it multiple times, I could go upstairs now and play it. When those fucking dogs Come jump through, through the windows window. in that fucking hallway, you're like, yeah. oh shit. So that, so, and, and you know, and then you went under, you went underground in one and there was a freaking fucking water there with a shark in it. It's like, right. this guy's got a big old shark in the basement, you know? I think that was part two, actually. That was part two? Okay. I get them confused. I get everything confused nowadays, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I, I, but I just... But three was my favorite. 
of uh, the mall. That's why I picked it because I that guy, the the dude that followed you around, and all he did, boom. Remember the dude? I know in the remake of three, they gave him a top hat and he looked kind of stupid. But you know, yeah. the original game, he was just this huge giant zombie like thing with you know the V stitch on his head and the, and the yeah. weird mouth, and he would. You would be walking, and he would just break through the freaking walls, and it was like, dude, I love it. But I could have swore. I don't know if he said boom or if I'm confusing it with the movie because in the movie, Resident Evil movie, he they had a guy like that, you know, had the machine guns, and he said boom. So I don't know. I don't remember if he said it in three. I, but- can't, I can't remember. Three was I, – uh, I, I beat three and all that, but I only did it once. But man, Resident Evil, I got so many fond memories of that game. The first night I moved out of my parents' house uh, and got my own first apartment, I, I went and bought Resident Evil. So I, I sat there and played Resident Evil for the first time in my first apartment. And I had a couple of friends there. and We were just having a good old time drinking beers and you know, being independent and all that kind of stuff. And I, I still remember, do you remember this noise? Yeah. To, to this day, if I hear that noise, I just start laughing like crazy. But yeah, that, yeah. talk about fucking tank controls, though. Those that had game, them, too. That game is the master of tank controls. Like, I remember, then- the first, but, but once you got it, once you got those controls down, you could just fly through shit, man. And oh I, yeah, and and they had the and and the, and, the, and that's the thing. Resident Evil led to so many other greatness. The, uh, Dino Crisis was a fucking awesome game. Yeah, yeah, I remember the, the, the sequels, eh, but the first one was good. Now there have been some shitty Resident Evil. I didn't like that Code Veronica. I got it on my Dreamcast, and I wasn't a big fan of Code Veronica. I didn't like that at all. That was kind of that turned me off to Resident Evil for a little while. You know, I just like, could. I, it, it had nothing to do that you were. You know, it, it, the the only there was something about Code Veronica. It felt slow. It felt like there was nothing going on. It didn't feel. It, it didn't like feel the same way as the first three did. I was like, yeah, yeah, I didn't like it at all. I went out and bought it right away, and remember the feeling of utter disappointment that I just was like, man, this this game sucks. But yeah, part two, part two for Resident Evil, that was one of those games that I went to GameStop uh, for the midnight review, midnight release. I called in sick to work and I played it nonstop. I mean, I didn't get up to eat. You know, I, I got up to go to the bathroom, but I hold, held it for as long as I possibly could. And I was and, a little disappointed that I beat it in one day. But, you know, you went back and you played it a couple times and, and go, go through it. That's the whole point. But I just remember that was the first game that I was so stupidly into that I just, I couldn't stop playing it till it was over. And you got to play as you got to play the game two different. You got to play it as him and then as her. So it was like that was the first two. There were no, you know, there hadn't been any games where you 
You know, like in the first Resident Evil, you were the same character. You met other characters, but you were the same character. I think you could play as the woman now that I think about it. I don't remember. It's been so long since I played Resident Evil. Now yeah, I'm thinking you, I, you I could play as the... Six was the last one I played. And my son is like a crazy nut. He owns like everything Resident Evil. I mean, like everything. Yeah. Now, I own... I own all the I own all the movies, including the Raccoon City one that had just came out. You should be able to find it, you know, on YouTube. Um, yeah, yeah. That that one that one I really enjoyed. It's a shame that it came out during COVID and whatnot, and didn't make enough money. I don't think Sony's going to make another one. But I have the original movies, you know, with all hot chicken, and then I had that that remake the welcome to, and then i have all the animated ones the only animated one i don't own is the one that came out on netflix because i don't think they released it but i got all the animated i'm a big fan of resident evil but i don't play the games anymore i have to confess i don't play them anymore because they got more actiony and less puzzles and less zombies i mean you're still killing zombies but now they're like it's just oh these people have a disease i like when part when resident evil 4 came out and you know, the guy with the chainsaw chases you the whole game, basically. It's like, I I just, I lost interest because it went away from that George Romero zombie thing into more yeah, of Yeah, me uh, too. I thought, and, like, yeah, this whole disease infection thing. I mean, I liked Resident Evil 4, but, uh, but you know, I just, I didn't like it as much as the other ones. I love Part 5, though, I'll tell you that. I thought Part 5 was awesome, but. See, that was the one that they did in Africa. And it was more <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, and it was, that's where, you know, that's why I was, I couldn't get into it anymore because it was more pandemic, you know, Captain yeah. Trips kind of stuff going on than zombies. So, yeah. And Pat, part six went back to the zombies, but that's when it was over for me. I, I was like, eh, I kind of felt like I got duped by part six. Like it just wasn't, it just wasn't as cool as, as I remembered. But, but yeah. Just part one and two were my favorites. Then there was and a dumb one they did that was like a computer game where you, I think it was called Raccoon City, if I remember right. No. It starts off with you on a train. You're shooting the slugs on the train and stuff. I know what you're talking about. Pro Operation, Operation Raccoon City. Yes, that's probably what it was. Operation Raccoon City. And it was supposed to happen during the outbreak in part two. And I just didn't like it. Just didn't dig it at all. No, I'm I like, like I said, the original. And so that's the thing about the first, you know, the, the first one. It was the first game that it was edited because later on we got a director's cut. Um, even on the PS1, you know, there was a director's cut. Um, I wasn't, uh, but it was the first game that we got that, you know, if the parents are bitching about it, you know it's a good game. I'm saying that right now. So, but everybody was, oh, this game is bad, blah, blah, blah. It's got all this violence. So it was the first. That's another reason it made my list because it was the first of its kind for right. us in the States, you know? It was a big deal back then. It really was. <coughs> so that is your number four, huh? Yep, that's my number four. I cheated, but it's Resident Evil. Resident Evil. I can deal with that. I can deal with that. All right, on to number three. Now, this is going to be the end of the trend here as far as, you know, fighting games. But my number three is Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah, that's a good I, one. 
I love Mortal Kombat 3 to no end. I didn't like part two, loved part one, but I loved part one more at the arcade and on the Sega Genesis. But when part three dropped, Jesus Christ, I played that game just hours. I learned everybody's moves. And, and, you know, that's back in the days when you had to hunt down, like, books and shit to try to get, uh, you know, the fatalities and learn all that shit. So I had the books. And, God, I played it so much. And I was still living at my parents at the time when I got it. But, you know, I, like, was so good with some of the characters that I took that knowledge and would go in the arcade and just just run the fucking game at the arcade because I was just so into Mortal Kombat 3. Still, you know, I I think the modern day remakes of Mortal Kombat are pretty good, but still to this day, I just don't think anything comes close to what Mortal Kombat 3 was. You know, I, I mean... It's like they took the good stuff from part two, got rid of all the bad stuff, added so much to the lore and the story. And I just, yeah, to this day, it's still one of my favorite games of all time. I like three, 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 three had the big, at the time it had the huge roster. Yeah. Cause the first one had what, like six or was yeah, it eight? Eight. Just, I think it was eight guys. Yeah. But and yeah, when three but, came out, you had like more guys than any other fighting game that came out at the time. Like and wasn't wasn't three the first one that had those two robots? One was yeah, red was and one the, the robot ninjas, uh Cyrex yeah. and uh I can't remember what the other guy was. But yeah, yeah, it's uh the robot ninjas and Nightwolf, the Indian guy, and uh uh, that chick with the big Elvira hair that could scream your head off and all that. Yeah. That, that, the, hey, no, that's not Selena. That was... Sindel. Sindel, yeah. And yeah, then, you're, uh, you, you, you must have loved the, Indi- the Indian guy. It kind of reminded me of the Indian from G.I. Joe. Yeah, Tracker. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking when I was playing him, to be honest with you. You know, but he, God, he was probably my favorite character. And then, um, God, I can't remember some of the other ones. You know, you had the array of ninjas. But Mortal Kombat 3 had the, the maskless Sub-Zero. That yep. did badass combo. And I know nowadays we take that shit for granted because, you know, combos are so fluent and, you know, easy to pull off. But back then in the Mortal Kombat 3 days, you had to get that pattern down perfect. And get like the fucking seventeen hit combos on motherfuckers and yeah, God, that was a good game. Now they sell as DLC. They sell uh, one button. You can buy one button finishers, so you just have to do one button and do it. But I, 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 I bought. I had. I owned one, two, and three. I still do, and then I stopped for a while. Yeah, um, I and then like four. And then more the the new after I so I owned one two and three I didn't buy another one until uh until ten because yeah. I had to buy ten because it had Leatherface and yeah. it had the it had the alien yeah. so I bought ten and then I bought eleven when it went on I always 
See, I'm not good at fighting games, so I wait until I can get the game of the year version with everything in it for like yeah. 20 bucks. So I bought Mortal Kombat 11 way, way later, but it had, uh, you know, it has Rambo in it. And so I own them. I own 10 and 11, but I went 1, 2, 3, 10, and 11. I did play some of the ones in the middle, um, like on the GameCube, where you could, they had that little game where, you know, you could go and walk through these things and collect all these coins to buy pictures and stuff. Uh, I forgot oh, what yeah, they used. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool thing, like the little cemetery. Yes, yes. Yeah, I re I played that yeah. game also. I had that as a, oh, God, I can't remember which one that was, but I loved it because you could just, oh, hold on. I'll have to call it back. And, and they did have, they did have the, uh, what was it called? The, uh, those side scrollers, those 2D side scrollers. One was uh, Sub Zero had his own game, and those sucked. Yeah, I didn't yeah, like those. Like yeah, so, so yeah, Mortal Kombat. I would say three of the old, the old generation, the old guard of Mortal Kombat games. I'd have to say, yeah, you're, you're right. Three was the best. Yeah, three was definitely the best out of. Out of all of them, you know, I mean, even the original, even part one, I don't think holds a candle to part three. And I'll still play it to this day and just right just and, out on it. And I don't compare the new ones to the old ones because technology has changed so much and you have the interactive backgrounds and you can throw people through bricks. You can grab statues from the background and hit them. The new ones are really good and they're fun, but right. when it comes to Back in the day, three was like the solid. I would I would tell people to this day, hey, if you want to play a retro comp Mortal Kombat, go with three. Yeah, see, and I I prefer part nine, which is the first like reboot that they did. Uh, you know, I I do own ten and eleven also, but I really have a, a soft spot for part nine, which is the the first modern reboot. Nice and gory, easy to bust. You know, I didn't really like Eleven too much. It was okay; I had a good time with it. But and you know, and, and I will say this though: that new movie, the one that came out just a couple years ago, it yeah. sucked ass. I didn't like it. Huh? No, because they added they added that new character, and it just it wasn't for me, man. I just I hear you. I, I, I understand. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I thought it was serviceable but forgettable because I thought it was cool, but I can barely remember it now, you know. So it's it sort of like hell. memory real fast. So what's your number three, Paul? My number three is a classic game that I waited decades to get my hands on decades and they didn't even remaster it or anything they just put trophies and stuff in it because it got re-released for the ps5 for ps plus members and i but i purchased it anyway this was one of my favorite rpgs i love final fantasy don't get me wrong but this game just did something to me man and it was called legend of dragoon i've never heard I've of never it, heard of it. Never this heard of this game people went nuts we loved it that's why if you go back, you if you did a deep dive and went back there for years, they would be posting stuff during the PS3 days and the PS4 days 
on the blog spot. And there was always somebody that would say, when are we getting Legend of Dragoon? It was an awesome fucking game. It was, it had dragons, obviously. And it was like, it was epic. And it looked really good for its time. You know, it had a real background. It, well, it wasn't real, but it was so, the way they made the background, it looked like everything behind you was real. And you could tell your characters when they walked were cartoony, but it looked like they put cartoon characters, cartoony, you know, eight bit characters on a on a real background. So it so it kind of it looked it had a different look. It had a different look, and it was you know it was I do believe it was four discs. That's how big it was. I do recall it was a four disc game. It was really really huge. Right. But it was it was so much fun. The, the magic, the story was intense and deep. I mean, it was like you know, lo lost. You know, they. Oh. I, I I bought it for the PS5, and I did. I probably played an hour of it, and then. Peep, I'm sure everybody knows I have a medical condition, um. So I my focus is 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 isn't like what it used to be. So I've only played maybe two hours of it. And then I go back and I play a little bit and then I get sidetracked and it breaks my heart that I can't play it like I used to and just sit and focus. But so I guess, you know, between now and the time I kick it, I'll eventually beat it again. But it was the, the magic was awesome. There was dragon skills, dragon powers. You know, you had great party members. It was just as much as I love Final Fantasy, it was a, to me, it was a step above. It was a step above Final Fantasy. And it was an it's it's not was it is an awesome game, but it was a long it was a long RPG. But the only reason it was on four discs is because it was so graphical, you know. And I don't mean like blood and guts. They put a lot of, you know, they put a lot of stuff into making it look so good. It took a lot of data, so you know they had to put it on four discs. I do believe it was four discs. I'd have to have, I'd have to look into that. But it was, it was an awesome awesome game awesome game i'll have to look I, up uh, some videos on youtube because i'm not familiar with it i've never heard it never heard of it so i can't really give you my opinion or any stories on it because i i'm unfamiliar but i'm always in the you know in the mood to check new stuff out and see what it's all about you know well i will i'm gonna i'm gonna bring this up for you real quick all i right. will share share my screen with you for a second you can take a quick peek uh, so as you can see this is the legend of dragoon this i'll bring it up so it's bigger but you can see that was the case for it yes if you see the spine it does say four discs so this was the game and this is some of the screenshots well that blew it up too big but you can see you know you see how the graphics looked, how it looked, you know, it, just back then. I can see it's not real now, but back then the, the, the backgrounds just looked really, really good. Yeah, I mean, it does look pretty sharp for back then in those days. Yeah, and like I said, it had one of the best stories, you know, for back in the day. I just I just loved it, and this was the, the hits. But, yeah, it was so it was four discs. Here's the original with all the discs in its glory. But it was an awesome game. I love it. And I just, 
it, it meant it, it was it was awesome. I mean, it was so awesome that you know, hey, there were times when I was playing it, and the old lady would be like, "Hey, you want to have some fun tonight?" No, I'm playing Legend of Dragoon. So this perverty old man gave up the cooch so I could play Legend of Dragoon. That's you think it was? Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. So you, if you, if you can, I would say if you can, can find it somewhere, um, you should give it a try. But you have to put your mind back then because the story. I feel the story still holds up. You just have to. You just have to remember. You know, it's dated looking because when Sony re-released it for the PS5, they did it as is. Like I said, they added trophy support, but they didn't change anything except for the fact that it's emulated now. You don't have to go to a save place. You can do save state, so you can just save it anytime you want. But if All you right. emulate it, you'll still have you'll still have save states. But if you can get your hands on it, man, I'm telling you, just ignore how it looks and enjoy the story because the story is phenomenal. That's why everybody wanted for for decades. When y'all going to re-release it? When y'all going to remaster it? When y'all going to do anything with it? So you need to. It, it's definitely it, it should be my number one but i couldn't do it i just couldn't do it but it it's it's that good that it it, it should have been my number one i'll definitely check it out man so i gotta apologize to everybody my neck is bothering me pretty bad today so if i'm a little twitchier than normal it's 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 a bad day so but enough with that are we on to number two now yeah give Give me your, your your positive. It's not a fighting game. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Paul, you cut out there for a minute. I think you're back. Okay. Sorry. Did yeah? Did you now? Your number your number three is definitely. Uh, your number two is definitely not a. Nope, no. No yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. No more fighting games. Okay. It just I couldn't right. leave those other ones off. My honorable mention is not a fighting game either. But my number two, I cheated also and went with Resident Evil number one and two. Okay, so our first common game. Yep, that was, uh, I picked that as my number two because uh, some of my fondest gaming memories are are two Resident Evil. And it, it just, uh, you know, it just paved the way for so much else, you know. So had to go with that for my part too. So I guess we don't have to spend a whole lot of time talking about that. Whoa, what happened there? I, I, I zoomed you in. I zoomed you in so everybody could get it. Yeah. <laughs> get a good look at my mug, man. My handsome yeah. fella. Look at this fucking face, man. Yeah. See, now I can I, shrink you. That's right. When my ego gets out of check, you know, you got to yeah. put me off. It's cold. You know, yeah, and if your ego gets too far out of whack, I could just boop. Where'd he go? Oh my god, he's gone. Show. So, yeah. We don't have a call show right now, <laughs> but no, it's uh, yeah, Resident Evil 2. So we might as well just go right on into yours, Paul. And I got a feeling, I just got a feeling, I think I know what your last two are, and I'll I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe you do know one of them. I don't know. I'm not sure. My number two is Gran Turismo 2. I was wrong. It I was Gran. Gran. 
The first one was great. It was awesome because before I, if I recall correctly, racing games have always been fun for me, but Gran Turismo was the first one that had licensed cars before that, like Daytona USA and all those games that were racing. It was just a generic looking car. Yeah. And so Gran Turismo, I think was the first with fully licensed cars Yeah, with fully but, real cars. And yeah, that felt real back then on the PS1. Like. But that's why I chose two. Two had way more cars, way more tracks, and it was more refined than the first one. I loved it. I loved the challenge of having to get the licenses first before you could do any racing and having a bitch of a time with the... Now I breeze through the license. When I played, you know, the 20th anniversary Gran Turismo 7, I was whizzing through those, those tests like crazy. But back in the day, they were difficult. And I just, it, the, the game to me, yeah, you look at it now and you're like, uh, it looks like crap because it does. But back then it was back then awesome. It yeah, right. back then it looked like crap. And, Gran, and Gran Turismo 1 and 2 were PS1. 3 and 4 were PS2. So it's not like Gran Turismo was a series that got overused because the because they, you know, it's not like football or baseball or, you know, other NASCARs or anything where you got a new one every year. They were spaced out. So I, so, but I went with two because it had more to offer. It looked a little better than one. It was just a bigger game. So I had more fun. I'm not saying one sucked. It's just two was better. Yeah. Two was more. And, two was better. Yeah. And two was one of those where I'd sit in the room, you know, and back then, you know, we had little ass TV, so you know I would sit at the end of my bed because I had my PlayStation in the living room, but I could bring it in the bedroom. I had a separate set of hookups, so all I had to do was unhook it, take it to the bedroom, hook in the power and everything. I could play in my room, so the wife would be asleep and I'd be sitting at the edge of my bed, and I would just play it for hours and hours. I love racing. I can just put on some music. Now it's easier. I can stream freaking uh, Spotify through my PS5 and race and listen to music. But back then, you know, I had my computer on and I'd play MP3s or I broke out a CD and put it in the CD player. Yeah, you know. I remember those days. That's how I used to do it. Play a CD on the CD player. And and, and and I would just race for race for hours trying to earn money so I could buy the new the next best car. And then so I could buy the parts for my car. You know, I needed to make sure I had the sports muffler and I had to get that that PP level up and I had to get the performance points for people who are like, what is he going on about? Had to get those performance points up. So it was a faster car, get that horsepower going, get them tractions on them wheels, you know, and they were detailed. You could change, you know, cambers and you could change the height. You could change your shocks. You know, it was so detailed that it was, you could spend hours and hours Fucking, you know, making adjusting the car. Yeah, you couldn't change the way it looked back then because it was, you know, the, the, it, it was back when you what you know, you could choose a different color scheme when you bought your car. But nowadays, you can make custom designs and whatnot. But then you couldn't. But you could do adjustments. You know, you know, change. You know, the minutest details for handling and air pressure, and so it was. It, that that's why I picked it. There was so much. So much you could do in that game, and I would just spend hours. You adjust a few things, your car would be all over the place. You'd go back, you'd adjust it some more, you'd mess up. You had to, if you were, you know, you had to fine tune that shit. So 
That's why I picked Gran Turismo too. It, it was so detailed, and I just I love it. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you because I kind of figured Gran Turismo was going to be on there, but uh, those were not the, that was not one of the picks I had. Well, what did you think? What What did you think my number two was? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I don't want right. to. Don't want to blow it just yet, but uh, I'll see if it lines up with mine. And I'm thinking one of them might, you know. Well, I don't know. We're down to one now, right? Yeah, we've only got one more shot to match up. And I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we only got the Resident Evil this time. I don't know, man. This one is pretty monumental. This I, I know, I've noticed so far, every episode we've done, we always have crossover somewhere. We haven't had any non-crossover yet. I'm still waiting to see if it happens. This one, you know, I think it might be on your list as number one, but I don't know, you know? I mean, because I, you like that weird Japanese stuff. So, you know, you might have, uh, you know, number one might be, uh, you know, sushi takaki fucking bukaki farm or something. But I don't know. You know yeah. But no, uh, uh, my number one that I went with because it was the first game to have a login timer that actually showed you the number of hours that you were on. I don't know if it was the first one, but it was the first one that I ever encountered. It was my first RPG fucking phenomenal game hours and hours and hours and I, it consumed my entire life for a couple months and I've always wanted to revisit it but I haven't had a chance and you could probably guess what it is already Final Fantasy Part 7 is my oh, that's, that's the one that every I, I, I've played it my son bought me part one of the remake. That was the one where I couldn't understand when my friend came to me and goes, man, I beat Final Fantasy VII yesterday. I'm like, cool. I cried. I'm like, what do you mean you cried? I don't know. I never got seven. I liked it. I liked it, but I never got it like everybody oh, else. Heartbroken. I, thought, I thought Final Fantasy VII was for sure going to be your number one, man. Mm. But uh, wow, I guess not. But yeah, My I, I haven't uh, played the remakes yet. I was so excited when I heard they were coming out, but it came out uh, at a really kind of dark time for me. Uh, so I just haven't had a chance to do that. And unfortunately, with my neck and everything, it's kind of it's kind of more difficult for me to play video games than it used to be. So. I probably will not be able to play the remakes, but I still have many fond memories for Final Fantasy VII. And, you know, it was one of those things where I had like four different friends that were playing Final Fantasy at the, at the same time. And we would talk about little things that were happening in the game and like, oh, have you got here yet? Well, I better not talk about it, you know, and. Yeah, you know, just awesome shit. So I it's weird. This is weird. I couldn't I love the super all the NES Final Fantasies. So much so that I bought them again for my PS3. 
right. I loved all the Super Nintendo Final Fantasies. And once again, I own all of them. I bought the collection because there's a number. There's, we got different numbers. But my point is, I played it for the Nintendo. I played it on the Super Nintendo. I really wasn't into the PS1 Final Fantasies, 7 and 8. I did like 9. I did really like 9. So that was probably the only PS1 Final Fantasy I liked. It was 9. Um, had a little little character named Vivi. He was my favorite, but I liked I liked I liked nine. But it was on PS2 when I got back into Final Fantasy with X and X2. So I was one of I'm not saying seven and eight are bad. They just didn't grab hold of me like they did. I, I like obviously for you. It, it, for me, they just didn't grab me. I don't know. And you know what's odd? I never played any Final Fantasies before or after Part Seven. I have it as my favorite PS1 game, and I've never played a different one since. Never even, I tried Part 10. I take that back. I rented Part 10. Didn't I liked it, but you know I didn't like it as much. You know, and hey, did you know that Bubba's real name is Vivi? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Her real name is Vivi, but. I just got kind of tarted over the years and just started calling her Bubba. And she's just been Bubba ever since. Does she respond to Vivi? Yeah, but she responds to when you say Vivi dog. Like if I just say Vivi, she doesn't really know what I'm talking about. But if I say Vivi dog, she she knows what's going on. Oh, okay. Okay. So now you know. Not Not named after the character or anything. It's just short for Vivian. You but named her Vivian, or you? When I adopted her, her name was Violet, and I hated that name, and I wanted to keep it with the V. So for like a day, she was Vivian, and I'm like, dude, I hate that name too. So I'm just gonna call her Vivi, and uh, you know, Vivi just became Bubba over the years. She's just Miss Bubba now. Now I'm getting ready to hurt Steve's feelings. I think. Yeah. But I feel that the original Tomb Raider was the most overrated piece of shit I've ever played. I didn't they like were, it. You had your bad. All the bad guys were cats and monkeys and fucking panthers, and it was all just moving shit puzzle games. It's like, dude, and and her boobs that were square. So I really, I don't like Tomb Raider. I played the new. I played the newer ones on the 360. And they were okay, but I'm not a big fan. I like the new Tomb Raiders that came out for the PS4 and all that. The, yeah, there was the, a trilogy where she was younger. Yeah, dude, the kick-ass Tomb Raiders. Yeah, the new ones. Those those I loved, but the original yeah. ones, they sucked. They sucked. To me, to me. One of the trilogy. Yeah, like the original uh, Tomb Raider, for me, Harvey was a big fan. He was a big nut about it. But whenever I tried to play it, I, I had a hard time like seeing like the ledges and everything, and I just was no good at it. I just no, I, I, didn't, it, I didn't. thought it was kind of boring to watch. I just didn't. I didn't like it. I liked her boobs. I liked her big old juicy boobs. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I mean, I hate to say it. I just, I just, I just couldn't get in a Tomb Raider. It was like I didn't see. You know, everybody would. Oh, did you play it? Yeah, I played it. Do you like it? Why? No, 
but you know, teach their own. I'm not, you know, I'm not dissing nobody for liking it. I yeah, just personally it thought it was crap. It wasn't my jam. I didn't right. On the lips. Right. Just like some people would tell me, you know, you like Gran Turismo too. That what kind of jerk place. So I just, you know, I don't pick on anybody, but for me, I just thought, what's the, what's the hype? Like I said about Final Fantasy VII, I, I don't get it. You know, it's a good game and it's beautiful. It looks good. It's long. That's it's just, but it I just, thing, man. Yeah, it just yeah. wasn't, I just couldn't. Understandable. So with that said, you know, what is your number one, man? My number one, the original. Well, not the original, because there were two versions. There were two. The story started on the NES. Well, not not actually, not on the actually not on the NES. It started on uh, uh, this Japanese uh, computer-like thing. Uh, the the NES versions here in the states aren't aren't aren't. Uh, we won't discuss that. But was that the Famicom? The Famicom versions were the the good versions. Yeah. My number one is Metal Gear Solid. I knew it. I, I was just solid. I was just, solid. I was yeah, just Metal Gear. Solid. Metal Gear. Would you? Th- would so. Before I continue, what did you think my number two was going to be? I thought it was going to go uh, Metal Gear Solid and Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Yeah, my first one, Metal Gear Solid. And I kind of figured you'd know it because I just recently got the Master Collection Volume 1 and I've been going on and on about it like a guy who lost his virginity. And I just, you know, I won't shut up. So, yes, I that's my Metal Gear Solid because... The story was fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. Um, the gameplay is fun. Um, it didn't look bad. It didn't look bad for its time. It was two discs. It was long. Um, you could actually find boxes, jump in the back of a truck, put the box on, and the box, they would take you to where, like, this box says two heliport. Box A, two heliport. You could get in any truck, go in the box, and they would take you to a different part of Shadow Moses. So it was like, dude, it was fun. It ha- and like I said, the story, you could you could talk to people on your little intercom. Beep, and, you know, it was just the story, man. The story. For me, it's a story. I'm like this for video games. Everybody nowadays, those are PS3 graphics. That sucks. I don't care about the graphics. For me, story first. Story first. Good story and it's fun. You know, I don't really care about the graphics. To be honest, I know I'm going to sound weird here, but I prefer PS3 graphics to PS4 graphics. For some reason, the PS4 graphics burn my retinas, but the uh, the PS2 or PS3 graphics. God, I used to play that shit nonstop. That's a discussion for a different day, though. I got my list for PS3 going. I know it. Know what I choose there. So. Oh yeah, I used to do that too. You make the snow, make the prints, and then the guy would go, "Huh? Whose prints are these?" And then if you just kept walking around and let you, you could go on forever. They would just keep following the snow. They would go, duh, duh, duh. You look like you. You could hear the Benny Hill music in the background, you know, because they would just keep following the footsteps. But I just love their voices. You know, they were all, oh, whose footsteps are these? You know, and you'd, you'd see guards sleeping. 
and you like had to sneak by them, and it just felt it just felt different. You know, where when what game did you have where the there's one where the guards in the bathroom peeing, you could sneak up behind him and snap his neck while he's taking a piss. I mean, how many games before Metal Gear could did the bad guys take naps and go on bathroom breaks? You know what I mean? Yeah, see, I never, never much one for stealth missions. I I would just want to run in and run and gun and do whatever I could. Oh, you were so, a hothead. Yeah, I, I was never real good at Metal Gear. I played Metal Gear on, on NES, and then I played Metal Gear Solid on PS1. And uh, I just wasn't very good at it. I got frustrated. Because like you said, I just want to go in and start blasting motherfuckers and ramble the situation. See, there's this game on the PS5, PS4. I think it was on the PS3 too, but they were better on the 4 and the 5. Sniper. I think it's Sniper Elite. Yeah, It yeah. takes place during World War II. And this is the kind of player I am. This is See, that's why me and you, we do got different tastes when it comes to games. Our movies and music may be very similar, but games are different. I like taking that sniper rifle and going and finding a place, and I sit. And I will spend 20 minutes watching all the NPCs walk around and get their patterns down. And then I will shoot one guy, and then I'll get up and move and do it all over again. Right. So, So it'll take me hours to do a level because I'm so intricate. I don't like doing the run and gun. When I run and gun, I get killed. I like taking my time. So that's why I like, that's another thing about Metal Gear Solid. You know, I took my time. I'd monitor, you know, when I'd come out of a sewage drain, I would listen for footsteps and the louder the footsteps got, I knew he was coming towards me. So I would just stay and wait because you could come out of a hole in the floor and get caught right away, but you may never see his feet walk by. So, and you can't see the mini map when you're in a tunnel. So I would have to sit there and you'd hear the footsteps get closer and closer. And then you'd hear them stop and you'd have to wait. And then you hear the footsteps start up again and they would go away and go away. That's when you're like, okay, he's going in a different direction. I better get out of here. But yeah, I, and I would, you know, go up against the wall and do the knock. Doo, doo, doo. So they would come and try to find me and I could get them to move. I, I haven't been in love with every metal solid game since. One, two, three, all of I own them all. Um, on the PS2, now I have the collection. I have them on. I have on the PS. I bought on the PS. I got the Metal Gear Solid fours in the other room. Five is I. I have them all. Uh, I love it, and they've only gotten better. They've gotten weirder and wackier, and the stories are weird because Metal Gear Solid One is its own story. Two is the sequel to one, but three is a prequel. Four is a sequel to this. And then five is a, is a prequel before the. It's really fucked up. The, the the timeline of games isn't in order, so you really got to you know it's very difficult. For, when if a first timer starts playing it now, they're gonna be like, wait a minute, why is this the '60s? It was just the night, you know. So the timeline is real wonky game wise. You'd have to go online and look which order of the games to play to get the story as is. But that right. newest one was Metal Gear Solid Three took place in the '60s. Metal Gear Solid 5 took place in the 80s, and then, you know, so it's wonky. But regardless of that, Metal Gear Solid, it was, like, the most amazing game. I was, like, I couldn't believe you, you could do some of that stuff on the PlayStation. It was just, like, wow. Fucking wow. I traded in a shit ton of Super Nintendo stuff to buy it because I had to have it. I was, like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. So that's my number one, Metal Gear Solid. But you knew it. You already knew it. 
Yeah, yeah. And then the closest thing I got to that is is I, I laid a solid snake the other day in the toilet. So that's that's about as close as I got. <laughs> no, dude, I, I, I respect it. And I thought about revisiting it and giving it a shot, you know, after you brought it up. And just maybe someday I'll play it. Maybe, 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 maybe it'll be cheap one day and you can, well, someone's got it. We, we got to, we got to get you a PS5, dude. Yeah, eventually I'll get one. Eventually. I'm waiting for the price to drop a little bit, but I, it doesn't look like it's going to anytime soon. So yeah, it's a sh- it, it is a shame that fucking you know video game systems are a car payment. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean they aren't cheap anymore. But I I get what you're saying. But man, it, it, you know Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid. That's my number one. That's my number one. Awesome. Well, so I only what was your- one honorable mention here? So then we should probably do our animal mentions, and I gotta, I gotta cut out, you know, here in a little bit. So yep. So what's uh, yours? My honorable mention is Nightmare Creatures. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. Game. Yes, I, I do. Love that game, dude. And I wanted it to be on the top five list so bad, but to me, it couldn't beat out Soul Blade, Tekken, or Mortal Kombat Three. It just couldn't do it. But I had to have it on the list and at least talk about it. More, I, I've been looking to try to get a copy of Nightmare Creatures. Uh, and Steve found an emulator copy for me. So I'm able to play it, but I'd like to play it on my TV. You know, so that's that's definitely my, my honorable mention. You know, had all the horror elements, you know, kind of like was a God of War type game before God of War came out. What a kick-ass game that was. I'm, you know, I'm curious to see what it's how much that costs. I don't have anything to play it on because my PS3 is not a backwards compatible fat, uh, uh, fat uh, uh, PS3 because the very first PS3 only had a. Uh, it was, it only had a 20 gigabyte hard drive but it was backwards compatible you can play ps you can play ps2 games on it no you can play ps1s on my P- so no i do but this guy's got a copy of it complete in box for $84.95 yeah that's just too rich for my blood i right. think i got you- it in a closet somewhere but but that game that was so much fun when it came out just unreal game you know I remember that one. That was that was that was a fun game. Activision, yeah, that was a fun game. It's been a long time. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Now it's worth checking out, man. That's yeah. Was on the list. I'll have to emulate it though, because I'm not giving some schlub hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah, not for an old game like that. You know. No. What's your honor? Now, okay. My honor mention comes with a short little story. Um. There's the there was this rumor of this banned PlayStation One game. It was like talk of the town, and remember this was you know back in the day, internet was in its infancy. You know you could you still had to you could still use AOL word. You know you would they would do advertisement use AOL word. You know Sony to go to the sites and stuff. So this was a game that was like you had to get your hand on it. You had to, you just had to get your hands on it. And I finally got a burned copy of it 
because I had my PlayStation One modded, so I finally got to play it. Now I own a cop. I have a I have a copy now that I can emulate, but it was it actually was banned. It was the only game from Virgin Interactive, I do believe. I don't know if they had any other games. It was called Thrill Kill. Huh, I've never oh, heard of that. I, I thought you were going to say Manhunt. No, Thrill Kill. It had, okay, the game engine for Thrill Kill ended up being bought by Electronic Arts, and it was used, I don't remember if you remember these games. They were called uh, Def Jam. It was yeah. the fighting game with rappers, and yeah, you could have four, you could have four people at once. That was the Thrill Kill game engine, but it was in, it was made in England, and it never. Let me pull up the at least the cover so you can see the cover. It actually never got released. Obviously, somehow somebody got somebody got the. Uh, um, somebody got their hands on it because you can download it. You can probably emulate. You can go to an emulating site right now and get to it. But this is this is the original cover of the PlayStation version. So you, you can see that there. Thrill Kill, Raid Pending, uh, Virgin Interactive. But it was really bizarre. Like the nurse, she would push her crotch down on your face and break your neck. And it had it had a character that was called this guy was in a straitjacket. You had these chicks, and she would do this masturbation like thing. Um, this guy had no arms. I know you can't see it, but he had no arms, and he would jump, put his crotch in your face, and break your neck. Um, this was another uh here's this is an alternate cover. It was an adults only, and no one wanted it. No one would no, no systems would allow adults only. But it was like very brutal. You had a you had the the imp. I don't know if you can see here, but the imp had stilts and he had a g-string leather g-string on. It was a very violent, sexual, S and M type fucking game, and it basically never got released. So it was a legend. Tormentor was a big was a big ape looking thing, but I had to get my hands on it. It was it was so it was so rumored, you know. It was one of those legend. It was like the it was like the holy grail for the PlayStation, right? right. But it, but it never got released, and that's why I had to put it on as my honorable mention because the gameplay isn't bad. It's not bad at all. The fights are difficult, but the fact that it was like it was so so much mystery behind it. It was like. It was the Holy Grail. So I had to put it on there because I spent, when the internet came out, I spent a ton of time deep diving looking for this game. And I finally had, I had met somebody online who said, hey, I can burn you a copy. Is your PlayStation modded? I said, no. He says, get your PlayStation modded and get back to me. So I had it modded so I could get a copy of it. And it made my decade. It made my decade. And that's, so that's why I made my honorable mention because it never really got a released. So if I'd made it number one or two, that would have been like, you know, kind of cheating. Yeah. But I had a situation. Yeah. Right. But I did put it as my honorable mention because, well, there you go. It has, it has legendary status, legendary status. So, so that's my list. That's my list.
as well. I think we knocked another one out the park, man. Yeah, we sure did. We sure did. Well, I know you got to get going because you uh, have been uh, copping a squat for a little bit too long. Yeah, you know how it is. I got to get up and move every once in a while. So, so all I want to do real quick is remind everybody, Saturday night, I think it's 9. I'll post it on my page. But Saturday night is the return of Grandpa's playlist here on Rabbit and Red of new episodes. Rock on. And I, I'm, I, yep, and I'm kicking it off with the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So just listen and uh, enjoy it. And uh, outside of that, that's all I got going except, you know, sideshow next Wednesday. So uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you in, uh, in two weeks. No, we'll come up with something. So, yep. So I'm gonna play our new. Our, I'm gonna play our nice little atro that was made for us by the the ever talented Steve. We'll give it to Steve. Oh, he's a good, yeah. good dude hooking us up yep. with that shit. So here it is, and uh, we will see you guys hopefully in two weeks. You see it. ya. Hey.